the untouched waters. Welcome to the Sukkot Perspective. The Sukkot Perspective is dedicated in loving memory of Edward ben Ephraim and Shlomo ben Edward. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be a blessing. The Sukkot Perspective is also in honor of the Rafua Shalema of Shaul ben Brita, Sasson ben Sal ben Batya, and Yerachmiel Daniel ben Tova Basha. May they have a complete and speedy recovery. We are about to celebrate the holiday of Sukkot, Chag HaSukkot. It is a period of immense joy and happiness as we say many times over Sukkot, Zman Sebchasenu, the time of our happiness. We are commemorating the clouds of glory that Ananiah covered that accompanied the Jewish nation throughout their journeys in the desert. We observe the Yom Tif, the Chag, the holiday, by eating, drinking, and spending as much time in the Sukkah. We also bind together the Arba Minim, the four types of fruit. An esrog is citrus, a lulav, a palm branch, three hadasim, myrtle twigs, and two aravis, willow twigs. And on each day except for Shabbos, we make a bracha over them and shake them in each direction. Additionally, each night of Sukkot, we celebrate the Nisu Chamayim, the water libation slash pouring with Simchas Beis Hashueva. In the middle of each night in the times of Beis Migdosh, a Kohen would draw water from a wellspring in the city of David. The people would accompany the Kohanim to the wellspring singing, dancing, and playing musical instruments. And the Kohen would draw the water and the parade would proceed back to the Beis Migdosh with great fanfare and joy. At dawn, the Kohen would pour the water into a bowl on the corner of the Mizbech on the altar. And the crowd watching this would erupt into singing and dancing for many hours. The Mishnah in Sukkot writes that someone who did not see this celebration has not seen real joy in their life. The Talmud in Sukkot explains that the greatest sages would juggle torches and sing praises to God Almighty. However, a question comes to mind. What was so unique about the Nisuch Chamayim, the water libation slash pouring, that we celebrated till this very day? Why was it celebrated then and now with great fanfare, pomp, and circumstance? Furthermore, there is no commandment in the Torah to do the Nisuch Chamayim or to commemorate it. So where does this custom originate from? The Talmud in Tainus explains that Nisuch HaMayim is hinted at in the Torah when it discusses the sacrifices and libations for the holiday of Sukkot. In Parshas Bamidbar, Moshe details the various karbonis, the various communal offerings and sacrifices for the holidays of Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot, Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippur. And most sacrifices were accompanied by a flour and oil mixture as well as a wine libation slash pork. However, in three Pesukim dealing with the Sukkot offerings, there are three extra letters spelling out the word Mayim. And from here, our rabbis learn, Chazal learns, that there is a special libation called Nisuch HaMayim, the pouring of water on the holiday of Sukkot specifically. But in the times of the Beis Migdash, there was a group of people called the Tzedukim. And they only believed in the written Torah and not in the oral Torah, which is our tradition, which is the rabbis' interpretation. And they argue that since Nisuch HaMayim, the libation of water, is not clearly written in the Torah, it should not be done. They maintained that unless it is said explicitly, they should do a nisuch hayayin, a wine libation, like every other carbon, like every other sacrifice. So to counteract their opinion, the rabbis instituted that nisuch hamayim should be done with great fanfare, joy, and celebration. However, the Lubavitcher Rebbe takes nisuch hamayim a step further. He explains that there is a significant difference between nisuch hayayin, wine libation, and nisuch hamayim, the water libation, according to Kabbalah, according to Hasidus. The wine libation, Nisuch Hayayin, represents our interference with Teva, with nature. Because we turn grapes into wine, wine is not natural. For example, a person who is sad and depressed can drink wine or alcohol and become artificially happy or joyful. And therefore, the wine libation, Nisuch Hayayin, represents a limited and restricted way of connecting to God. 
However, the water libation, Nisuch Hamayim, represents an uninterrupted, constant, and perpetual connection to our Creator. Since the water a coin would pour was from a wellspring that came from the depth of the earth, untouched and unblemished. The water was pure and clean since it was in the same condition and original form that God had created it, representing an undiluted connection to God. The Lubavitch Rebbe explains that Nisuch HaMayim, the water libation, is specifically done on Sukkot because it follows Yom Kippur. Since on Yom Kippur, an undiluted level of God is shining and radiating on the world. And although we have sinned against Him, God in His great mercy forgives us and erases our sin. And therefore, we immediately celebrate the holiday of Sukkot with Nisuch HaMayim, the water libation. Since the Sukkot represents God grabbing a hold of the Jewish nation with passion and affection. The walls of the sukkah symbolizes His heavenly arms hugging us with kindness and compassion. And when we go into a sukkah, we enter the embrace of God and a vessel of pure and undiluted love from God, which is precisely what the Nisuch HaMayim, the water libation, represents, a connection to our Creator that is unblemished, untouched by the physicality of the world. May we merit to celebrate this sukkah in a physical embrace of Hashem with the ultimate redemption and the third base of Mikdash. Have a joyous, happy, and meaningful sukkah. 